Hello everyone, welcome to Five Writers, Five Minutes, where us five very experienced kids book authors are going to give you some tips and hints for writing your own stories. My name is Deborah Abella. I'm Sarah Armstrong. I'm Tristan Banks. I'm Leanne Tanner. And I'm Zanny Louise. And today we are going to talk about how to make your stories exciting. Now, I know there are so many times when I get an idea in my head and I think, oh, quick, I've got to, you know, rush home or I've got to get my notebook out and I've got to write that idea down. And then it's a little bit boring. And I've had kids say to me, oh, I've got this great idea. But then I started writing and I lost energy. So we want to talk about today giving you tips and hints for making that really brilliant idea still exciting when you put it on the page. So, Sarah, can we start with you? Absolutely. The kinds of things I think about when I'm writing a scene or some incident or interaction, the things I think about to make it exciting are having questions in the reader's mind always, like often it's, will she survive this situation or will he escape like he's desperate to do or whatever it might be. And then I think about slowing it down. It can be tempting when something is very exciting and dramatic to sort of rush through it. But when I'm talking to young writers, one of the things they often want to know is how to make their story longer. And I think the key is those big dramatic moments, you really want to dwell on them. They're the moments to slow things down and give the reader all the details. Like there's a moment in Big Magic, it's kind of what I would call the crisis, the highest point, the most dangerous point for my main character. And even my editor said to me, let's make it longer and let's make it more scary. So I had to make the baddie, more scary, more dangerous, make it even less likely that my character would get out alive. And I slowed things down. I made those sort of three dramatic interactions between them instead of two. And in those moments where she's waiting for the next attack, as it were, I just let the reader linger there for a while and she's listening and she's watching and she's waiting. And we just stayed there. And that's sort of the essence of suspense, if you like, is delay. Mm-hmm. to delay or distract the reader and so we were just delaying I was delaying the next kind of boom so mm-hmm. just in those moments I'm focusing you know she's not thinking about her holiday in you know Hawaii or whatever she's noticing small sounds small little drifts of dust or bits yeah. of cold air, whatever it might be so my thing is slow it down instead of rushing to the big moment mm-hmm. like set it up so there's a question and then slow it down with all those lovely details of the senses and what things are looking like and what the character's feeling in their body. That slowing down, because you would assume that that would make it more boring, right? Yeah. You're like, slow mm-hmm. story. Who wants a slow story? But if it's a slow story with something that we're waiting to find out if that thing happens, that's a whole different thing. And I tend to, in terms of making stories exciting, I had this idea for a story, Scar Town, that was going to be about a sunken town and all these secrets and maybe a dead body and all this money that they found. And I thought it's going to be amazing. And I wrote it in a like a version of it that was all setting and it was all mood and it was all atmosphere and nothing really happened. And then I'd write a draft that would be all plot and just stuff would be blowing up and things would be found all the time. And then it was really like crazy and it didn't make sense and we didn't care what happened. Mm. And then I'd try to write another version. And, it, you know, so I was always trying to find that great balance of the mood and the tone and the feeling and the character and all those nice layers that we care about, but also enough of a plot that there was enough of a rhythm and a pace that would drive the reader through it. And, you know, as I've said before on this podcast, it took me 13 years to try to find that, um, that version of it. So I don't think it has to take that long, 
but um, I really think that you have to be okay with some of the some of the um, drafts that you write being super exciting and super plotty, but just not being quite right. Some of them being really boring, and then some to, at some point you'll integrate the two and you'll find mm. a happy a happy mm. medium. That's nice. Yeah, I agree with both of you. That that I, I think we do have that nat- natural tendency to speed things up when we when we come to an exciting moment, and it's completely the wrong thing to do. We want to slow them down, and it's not just like exciting scenes. It's it's scenes that are important in some way that we 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 slow them down by adding details. Say you've got a scene where your character's waiting outside the principal's office, and they know they're in big trouble. So you could just have you know, I'm waiting outside the principal's office. I know I'm in big trouble. The principal opens the door and calls me in. And there's kind of nothing all that wrong with that, except that it resolves too quickly. And we want to draw it out. We want to make that wait agonizing. So maybe there's a clock ticking above your head. Maybe your throat's dry, but you don't dare go and get a glass of water. Maybe you look out the window and there's a storm approaching. And, and what you're doing here is you're building atmosphere and you're building tension and you're making the reader wait for what's coming. So that's what we want to do. You know, if there's tension in a story, we don't want to resolve it too quickly. We want to make the reader wait. And that's really fun to do. Mm, I love that. It's really interesting listening to you guys because I don't really write action as such. I don't write suspense or thriller-esque in any of my writing because my writing is very much about, you know, it's realism and there's a lot of introspection from the characters, a lot of thought processes, emotions, things like that. So I'm just, yeah, curious how I'm even going to answer this. But I think when I'm writing the drafts, I kind of go into a bit of a vacuum with my characters and I block off all distractions from the outside world and I just get lost in this world with the characters uh, in an attempt to try and find something kind of realistic and really create this real world around my characters and their story. So I think for me the excitement comes from genuinely being in the scene with them and I'll be bored um, if if it's boring, if you know what I mean. So as soon if I'm bored, then I'm not going to write it. So I think yep. for me it's just like blocking off everything else and just going in there with the characters and the world and trusting my instincts with it. Um, and I don't do a lot of pacing change in my edits. Uh, occasionally the the book I'm writing at the moment, Chorus Scene and Heard, has, is a bit of a mystery. So I have needed to weave those mystery elements knowing how much to put in drop out but I agree with you as long as your reader has questions that need to be answered that will be helpful in terms of pulling them through the story what about you Deb well and I think this conversation is really really interesting because it does feel like we're like saying oh write an exciting scene but slow Mm. it so it does actually feel like it's a contradiction, right? And, yeah. and in the book of Wondrous Possibilities, I wanted every single chapter to be around 800 words. That's actually not a lot um, if you're going to write an entire scene with a, and I try to make some kind of trouble happen in every single chapter. So what it means is you've also beautifully captured it, the anticipation of that thing that's about to happen. Um, so, you know, in, in uh, what can I say about the book, Wondrous Possibilities, there's, you know, some bad characters who do some bad stuff and the reader knows that's going to happen, but the character doesn't. So I want every single second that that character is, you know, walking towards that terrible thing that's about to happen, um, I want the readers almost to go, oh, no, and 
order to do that, I need to slow it down. I need them to walk towards the door and turn the handle. And then I need to maybe have them think they heard a noise inside, but they're going to go in anyway. And essentially all they're doing is walking through a door. But you want to add all that lovely detail that makes the reader like literally on the edge of their seat because they know this like exciting or scary thing is about to happen. So um, our time is up, but thank you so much. I hope that was really helpful for your writing. Thank you for being here today. We are, of course, the, this podcast or this YouTube thingy if you happen to be watching us. So we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. See you guys. Bye.